All right, Patrick. Uh, another Sarah, week. how are we doing today? We're great. Look, please, I live in L.A. How could anything be bad out here? It's great. <laughs> well, you know, minus the crime and, you know, cost of living, but that's and it. And the taxes and... Oh, so do you have check? Do you have student loan debt still? No, I don't. But I'm really pissed because I did yeah. for years. Like I, I'm so upset. Like what happens? What happens to all of us that had to work all my cane show money? Where do you think all those years of making, You're you know, getting screwed. Ri- ridiculous amounts of cane show money went to? It went to paying off eighty five thousand dollars in uh, three hundred billion dollars. <sighs> I, you know, it's going so to be announced today it. in student loan debt relief. What do you think? Well, I think, you know, you and I were talking offline about it a little bit. It is it is ten thousand dollars, which, you know, for a lot of people is a lot. Um, you know, that's not a hundred grand. I mean, wasn't the, and then that's not even fifty thousand. I mean, I think yeah, at I mean, one actually point, the progressives are not happy like the the, the Warren Sanders more progressive wing of the party they wanted you know 30 40 50 that you know yeah they wanted billions of dollars well look you know i mean a lot of people go to school they become doctors therapists um you know even an engineer i mean you've got you've probably got one hundred and thirty thousand dollars in student loan debt so you know 10 grand yeah it it certainly helps every little bit helps um but it's not $50,000. $50,000. So it's it's $10,000 if you're making under 125000 So if you're making over 125000 So basically, if you're going to get a raise today that takes you over one twenty-five, do you do you say no to the raise? No, you take the raise. In the end, I mean, ten grand. I mean, what? I, oh, so come you take on. a 2% raise or 3% raise that puts you over one twenty-five. Yeah. Rather than the ten k. Yeah, because you know. No way. Oh, 100%. In the long a, a three, term? Hold on. A 3% raise is only, you know, what, $3,600? That's uh, three years. Well, it depends on how long the rate. Or like, you tell them to delay it until you get your ten grand. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. And they'd probably so, do that. Listen, I think, again, like with most things, I believe multiple things can be true. I'm not a big fan of student debt relief. I think, you know, the narrative is partly accurate in the sense that, you know, as a lot of people chose not to go to college because they couldn't afford it. And a lot of people who went to college, you know, took on a ton of debt, knowing that it was almost going to be impossible to pay with their, you know, literature degrees and English art degrees and, you know, you know, organic culture degrees or whatever. Uh, but this this narrative from the Republicans or more conservative pundits that this, you know, you know, it's like people who became lawyers and doctors and da 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 da. It's ten grand. Now listen, if 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 Biden's plan was to eliminate all student debt, well, I'd have a even it'd be a major, major problem for me. Right. So what I said months ago when this was this being discussed, I said, to me, there should be like levels, right? Okay, ten thousand dollars under one twenty five. Don't love it, not the worst. I think if you went to college and then went into law enforcement, the medical field, uh, social work, I mean, you could pick some of those more noble teaching, mm-hmm. some of the more noble careers. you should get even more maybe yeah right I also think and you know if you served right after college or served before college and then you still have student loans even though some of your college gets paid by the GI bills and so forth um you certainly should get relief right to me there should be you know the, the scope should be limited even more who gets it but it doesn't solve the problem. Typical just handout. Again, the Democrats are famous for this. Handout, handout. So you vote for me. Handout, right? A lot of programs. We have a lot. They have a lot, a lot of programs. Of programs. A lot How of about programs. you tell the institutions and in the you know the universities cut your damn costs? 
It's absurd. They go after pharma, right? Yet they don't touch the universities. I mean, you have universities charging 75000 a year for uh, college. And it's P.S. a joke. P.S. These universities, as you know, have enormous endowments. Oh, I mean, how much does Har- Harvard? Harvard has billions. What is it? Yeah, so 50 billions. billion, 100 billion. I mean, it's it's insane. They can be afford. They have plenty of money and wealthy alums to fi- anybody could go there for free. College should not cost 55,000. That's a good Number point, one, Patrick. College, That's a good point. honestly, completely overrated. Number two, they don't help you get jobs to any significant degree. No. You, listen, you give someone $250,000 over four years, you should be guaranteed a freaking job. You know what they do? Six months after you leave, they start asking you to donate to the Alumni yeah. Association. <laughs> yeah, and they tell you, oh, yeah, call the call the uh, counseling or the job plate. They, they, please. You should be, honestly, guaranteed a job, 100%. Look, or they I have went, to pay you back. I went to a liberal arts college ridiculous amount of money actually for me i don't think i've ever even gotten one job from anyone even looking at my resume it was the biggest i mean i look i I met a lot of lifelong friends and it was a good experience but overall i could have had that experience at some place that costs a fraction of the price a price they've never helped me get a job in our industry people hire you on you know lots of different things your personality this applies to technical like uh, schools and electrician schools and plumbing schools and uh, you know, I hope it or you know, hairdresser, hairdressing school. I hope it applies to all of that as well. I assume it does. Any student debt, I, I would think. I yeah, uh, I think so. But you know, you got to fix the root cause. It's like you know, education in some of these inner cities that are just it's just very not not good. And you know, they want more money, more money. Well, no. That, what's the problem? What's the root problem? They don't ever want to attack the root problem. And why do you think that is for Democrats? Why do you think they want the votes? They just okay. So the so the immediate handout is what people Absolutely. remember. People are excited yeah. about you know the ten thousand. Fixing problems is hard. They don't have answers. They don't have solutions. It's more money, more money, right? I mean, I tweeted the other day. I know, you know how, Montgomery we, County, Maryland, one of the most affluent counties in the country. Taxes are state state income tax and then is well when you combine the state income tax and the county tax because there's a montgomery county tax it's you're paying like nine percent let's say high one of the highest in the countries the county tax i believe is 3.2 percent depending on your income you're telling me they don't have enough supplies teachers gotta go into their own pocket for supplies i know that you know they have to do fundraising or GoFundMe's or Facebook, you know, group solicitation of, of uh, supplies. Now, having said that, a lot of the money goes toward their pensions that they've negotiated with the teacher unions. So, you know, some of that is, you know what, their own doing. Yeah. Okay. Then you know what? We all make choices. Like if that's where it's going to go, then you pay for your own supply. I agree with you. No, I'm kind of, listen, my only point is the budget should be managed better unless you want like, like the, you know, anything within the scope of what your responsibilities are, what your curriculum is or what you're expected to teach, there should be supplies. If you want to do extra things and go above and beyond that and, you know, bring other elements into the classroom, then yeah, fuck, you pay for it yourself. But uh, look, I couldn't be more I, like Sarah, you and I can't keep agreeing, you know, like I know. Gonna... And I've completely be, I've completely changed like my I know it's really crazy. I can't believe it. But I at the same time, it. you know, when we talk about this, you know, you know, I'm sitting here, you know, watching the news this morning and reading, you know, you know, all these articles of, you know, you had the Florida primaries yesterday, the New York primaries yesterday. So in Florida, there were six major cities. I believe it was Miami, Miami, uh, Dade, Tampa, a few other big counties, all flipped from Democrat to Republican school boards. Okay. Right. And that's probably based on COVID lockdowns and masking and, you know, other political things that they either 
you know, they may not like in the school system. Uh, but having said that, it looks like the Dems continue to make inroads into what was three months ago, a clear red I wave know. in the House for sure coming. You know, I had it up to 35 or 40 seats. Then I lowered it to 25 to 30. I, I'm thinking now it's 15, 18 seats that flip. I still think the Republicans get the House, but I think it's very tight. It's going to be a slim margin. Certainly, I saw an art, a headline this morning, the red wave has turned into a red ripple. Uh, and listen, I think it's the Dobbs Roe v. Wade decision. I think it's the culture wars that on both ends, enough with the culture wars, right? Enough with Republicans going in your bedroom and, uh, you know. Oh, my God, I know. I, it's so stupid. The Republicans are so dumb that way. The it's Republicans, just... usually the Democrats screw everything up. I know, I know. Now, this year, the Republicans are. Like, they're just, their narrative is just, listen, when you attack when your leadership attacks democracy, okay, <sighs> continues the narrative of a rigged election, when you still have Trump endorsing radical candidates and those candidates are winning primaries, then you throw in Roe v. Wade. Listen, it's not a surprise that, and by the way, inflation numbers are coming down a little bit. Um, Gas prices are coming down a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, in the next two to three months, the Dems could even hold on to the House. I, you know, honestly, if it wasn't for some redistricting, gerrymandering that, and some, in some key states where the, where the state courts ruled uh, in favor of the, the Republican side of, of, of things in terms of uh, realignment. They may, the Dems may have hold on to the House. And honestly, now they may get to 52 senators, which if they get to 52. Wow. The filibuster's in trouble because they don't need Manchin and Sienema anymore then. Right? So could be very interesting to see if, you know, if they get to 52, do they get rid of the filibuster in Biden's last two years to pass a whole bunch of stuff? Um, so we'll see. Listen, right. I, I think it's um, dead momentum right now. And I'm not sure for all the right things. I still think inflation is, you know, obviously it's high. I, I think the Inflation Reduction Act was just a joke. It's the, it's a climate tax, them spending spree. Right. Um, but you know what? This yeah. is what happens. So when you got you got bad leadership in the Republican side right now, you know, you just they're worrying about the wrong things. I mean, think about it real quick and then we can move on. Crime is at an all time high in these cities, right? Inflation, even though it's slightly coming down, still 30, 40 year highs. Gas prices, even though they're coming down, still two dollars above a year and a half ago. OK, you've had all the issues with businesses and lockdowns and covid and all this stuff, people, 74% of Americans believe the country's going in the wrong direction. Biden, after all these victories in an NBC Marist poll, still only at 42%. Yet the Dems are making inroads. Dobbs. Yeah, culture. that was a big one. Dobbs culture democracy. Listen, at the end of the day, enough with this, this narrative, right? Trump... He still may have control of the Republican Party, but he's going to lose that. Just like he lost them the House and the presidency in 2020, he's going to lose. I mean, and this, and um, um, he's going to lose them the Senate officially. I mean, even though technically it's tied this year, uh, I think they're going to lose the Senate. And I don't think any of his major candidates, except for maybe J.D. Vance in Ohio, he's up five points. I don't think Herschel wins. I don't think Oz, Oz wins. Um, yeah, so, um, although Fetterman, come on. This guy, how does this guy get a pass? For real. In what way? He, 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 has, he has no real career 
success. His parents supposedly paid for you know his life until his mid forties. He he wears these big sweatshirts and acts like some blue collar dude. He's basically a progressive socialist. Never had real jobs. Was a mayor of some tiny town for. I mean, how does this guy get a pass? And, and listen, Oz comes across as you know an elitist sometimes and all this other. But at least Oz has accomplished a t- ton of success in his life. Now, does that translate to politics? I don't know. But this Fetterman guy is just getting a pass on everything. I think that Fetterman brings- has a stroke. He hasn't. He's only done two appearances for five minutes each. Struggled in his speech yesterday. I, listen, I just think that. Um, I don't know. I think that'll be a close race, though, don't you think? Much closer than. So, Travel Four, I think that's how you pronounce them. They've had a lot of success. They're one of the higher ranked, successful, or most accurate polling companies over the last X number of elections. They have it at 4440 for Fetterman. Others have it like 4436 or. So, I. Listen, I think it's Fetterman's to lose right now. He won't commit to a debate because my guess is, honestly, I think the stroke has affected him more than they're saying. Uh, I think Oz the, could win that, actually. But I, the press isn't hammering him. This is what I mean. Like, you know, they're, 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 they're hammering Oz more because of the number of homes he has. Than, I know. You know yeah. I think I think it's um do you feel like it's at least a good sign obviously the biggest thing is we have to keep our democracy right it's what makes america so amazing and you know has made us okay well now i sound totally patriotic but the greatest country in the world but you know i mean america's pretty special and a lot of people want to come here i do i think it gives me hope at least that people are not siding with trump And a lot of these Trump candidates who are election deniers. I mean, I think that's important. I agree with you. I I, look, I live in Los Angeles. You you run a business not far from D.C. I mean, the crime in these Democratic run cities is is bananas. It's like so there was insane. But democracy is a bigger issue, I think, right now. And it does give me hope that I think at least even Republicans that are weren't Trump Republicans, I do think people are choosing like, hey, we have to keep this. Yeah, but they're not speaking out enough, right? So like uh, you people... know, Mitch McConnell, you know, clearly I think he's moved on from Trump. When he asked about the – he goes, I think our, our state of democracy is fine. Oh, he – listen, McConnell should be out there saying we need to move on. The election wasn't rigged. And I know he said that, but like these people should be emphatic about it. Right, they hang Liz Cheney out to dry, and yeah, Liz had her issues, but you know, um, Adam Kissinger is not running again. Military vet, moderate Republican, and they hung him out to dry. That's why the Republicans will maybe win the House and are going to lose the Senate. Right, and it's not because of Dem policies are working or any of this stuff, because they're not. Schools in these cities are a mess. Crime is high. Inflation is still what it is. Uh, the border is an absolute disaster. Uh, and yet, as I said, because of, I think, Roe v. Wade, culture wars. And yeah, and listen, like we talked about the transgender stuff. You and I have talked about it numerous times, right? I think the left could take that issue too far. But I think the right, you know, most people don't care, right? And, like, that's not going to – it's like they're still talking about Hunter Biden. Like, move on. Like, there's an investigation into that. Let's see what it it bears out, right? They're they're still talking – you know, like, all the news outlets, it's all Paul Pelosi – all like the video of him pleading guilty, DUI. yes, and he pled guilty, I think, to DUI yesterday or the day before. Hey, who cares? Right. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I don't. No, I don't mean. I, I don't. I don't care who got. I, I care that he got the DUI. I mean, he shouldn't be driving drunk. What I meant was, like, 
that's not going to, like, that's what you're talking about? Yeah, they don't have much to, um, yeah, they don't, the Republicans don't have much to focus on. Well, they again, don't... you look at DeSantis in Florida, and you could, again, you could complete 180 degrees disagree with his policies and his narrative. But he says what he believes, whether it's right or wrong. They're flipping school, uh, you know, school boards from Dem to Republican. He's going to win in a landslide over Charlie Crist. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see where, where it goes. I mean, Florida had the lowest. I believe they created last month 72,000 jobs. And their unemployment dropped to 2.7%. Look, I think we all know, like, I mean, it's still a long way to go. Look at how much, you know, the races have changed oh, in the past six months. But yeah. forever to go. Um, but he's a top contender for sure. And, you know, I don't know if you saw too, Gavin Newsom, you know, he, it's interesting right here. He vetoed that bill for basically open injection sites, which were going to mm-hmm. allow drug users, you know, clean needles, um, and a lot of people, and even Democrats objected to this. They've seen it in San Francisco, right? It's a huge mess. Um, or maybe it was Portland, Oregon. Because basically they can t- come and do drugs, drug addicts, yeah. but without any, they don't have to get treatment. They don't right. have to, you know. And so a lot of people speculate he's vetoing that because he's getting ready to run and just it would be way, way, way too progressive. Um, but he shut that down here in L.A. So, uh, but Listen, again, we talked about what happened in Kansas. A lot of people, when, it's far to go. People, a very, very, very Republican state. I think Trump won by 17 points, maybe more. Had a chance to vote whether to continue to keep the constitutional right for abortion or not, they yes. voted to keep it yeah. overwhelmingly, right? The, you know, I love Republican, and I say Republicans, which is unfair because there's a lot of good Republicans, more white conservative Republicans. The problem is they're making these decisions at the executive level for the state rather than letting the people make the decision because they know, I believe, that if they let the people make the decision, I think most states like Kansas would vote to have some <clears throat> reasonable access to abortion, right? Yeah. Maybe it's 12 weeks, maybe it's 16, maybe it's 20. It wouldn't be five, it wouldn't be six, and it wouldn't be no. So, you know, that's the problem. Yeah. They, think they know better. And most of them are men, old white men. And, you know, that's where the party loses, loses people like me. Right. And it's just, you know. I, I know. And uh, it, yeah, I know. I know. Totally. Totally. And the craziest part yeah, is they no would wonder, be oh, sorry, winning. No, no, no. no they uh, the Republicans would be winning by a landslide, a landslide if it if it hadn't been for Roe. The, I mean, if the it, Republicans we, just said, leave it up to the states. OK, great. We won. Every state put it on the ballot. Great. Let's see what happens. Okay, and then focus on crime, like the no bail stuff in New York, focus on cost of living, focus on the economy, focus on the borders, focus on all that stuff. Safety. You are not safe in this country to any degree you were two years ago, three years ago. You're just not. Yeah, you have to be very careful now. Listen, well, at least- I went to New York. I went to New York on business for the first time in two and a half years last week. And I don't say this lightly. I love New York City. Okay. It was sad. And again, I was I was pretty much confined to Midtown, where there's not a lot of you know residential area, but no business people walking around. It's service workers, tourists, homelessness. Homeless. It smells like, like honestly, like weed. Like you walk six blocks, you would not pass a drug test. (laughs) (laughs) It's complete grifting. Like I've never seen before. People, hey, you want to buy this? Hey, you you come on into this restaurant? Hey, come into this? Like yeah, like you in a theater district, they'd ask you, hey, do you want to see a show or a comedy thing? But like everywhere, every store. Stores boarded up. 
restaurants who used to serve like food at the bar. No, we can't serve food at the bar because of like just. And it's sad. It's sad. And I think that's going on in a lot of major American cities. And that's COVID. That's not returning. But that's extended lockdowns. They put upon too much on these businesses. And what they've created is that the businesses realize we don't need these big cities. We don't need to pay these exorbitant real estate rents and taxes and all this stuff. We could work remote. We can move our locations. We could do other things. So um, I've never felt unsafe in New York City. I did last week. And, and you know, it's yeah, it's, it's really not, sad. It's not, and, I know, and, and it's real, and it's and, and it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good for for businesses and all those things. And um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what the next year brings for major cities. You know, because I think you're right. I think the Dems are going to do pretty well in the fall. So we'll see what I happens. I think if the Dems stay left center. They'll be fine. I think if the Republicans were right center, they'd be fine. I think, you know, the the uh, Inflation Reduction Act was, listen, it was a climate tax bill in the end of the day. But I also think that it's not going to make much of a difference in the election. Um, so we'll see. Listen, I think the Dems, as I said, closing the gap. 15 seats, maybe right max right now, uh, which would flip the house. But I think if the Republicans win 15, I think it, I think it drops like they'd only be up by six or seven house seats for the majority. But listen, any majority, Kevin McCarthy becomes the speaker of the house. You have all these people taking over the committees, Mm. you know, they'll do all kinds of stupid investigations as much as I don't, as much as I think Dr. Fauci is completely overrated, I've said it a hundred times on these podcasts. What are you going to investigate? They're, they're all they're all climbing. You'll be in front of the committees. And, what? Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like, move on. Like that. That's what you're worried about. Dr. Fauci retiring, by the way. Thank goodness. <laughs> Eighty-one years old. Time to go, I guess, Dr. Fauci. And the CDC, Wolensky should go too. Yeah, they announced last week the CDC they're going to restructure to be more nimble and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, she did an interview with Neil Cavuto yesterday, who I thought was a very good interview. I do give her credit for going on. And I, she did try to answer every question. But this 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 false narrative out of the CDC that, you know, early on they were working off, you know, limited data and then they adjusted as they went. No, they didn't adjust as they went along. And they haven't been vocal you still have universities. Georgetown University announced today you still have to wear masks. Yeah, but I mean, that doesn't show. Private college institutions no, I, I, are, I, I, they're extremists. Okay, head, the federal Head Start program, three to five girls have to wear masks. That's atrocious. Federal Head Start program. That's atrocious. Yeah, that's okay. crazy. How about the CDC director, knowing what we know now, if she's truly telling the truth that they've adjusted as they've moved along, be more vocal about that. How about all these That's people sad. that were fired for being unvaccinated? Now they say it doesn't matter if you're unvaccinated versus vaccine. Okay. And you want to How talk. About- okay. Keep going. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say you want to talk about a huge scam, right? Is what's happening with all these hospitals, right? They fired all these nurses uh, and doctors who wouldn't get vaccinated, right? Then they're paying insane fees to hire traveling nurses to come in. I mean, absolutely. You talk to any traveling nurse, the amount of money they're making in the past two yeah. years. And who is who's paying for that? Well, we are, of course, yeah. from our insane insurance costs that we already have. Now, here in L.A., it is insane. The amount of doctors and practices out of network, out of network that want you to come in at the good one, all the good ones that want you to come in and pay cash. It's like, why is this happening? Because they well, it, Yeah, it's true. People can't get a doctor's appointment, number one. Two, they go to these, these mini clinics or medi clinics. They wait for two to three hours to go in a room to see a virtual doctor. 
And then you like, you wait. The, the next big thing is going to be the hospitals going, well, you know, we need we need bailout money. We need money, you know. Yeah, because you've been hiring at insane fees, these traveling nurses. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. We really do things so, and it's just uh, such a scam. As you know, because you've been listening to me for two plus years on this, I, and I don't even have a student. I get so irritated with the non-science yeah, it's really bull crazy. crap regarding COVID now. It's amazing to me that the lowest risk individuals, the, the, the one-year-olds to 22-year-olds, are the ones still being put upon when everyone else is back to living their normal life. And by the way, if you want to wear a mask, I've always had to choose to wear a mask, right? I, I still see yeah. people riding in their cars by themselves wearing a mask. I would like to make fun of them, but I don't. <laughs> Maybe to myself I do. Yeah. I I talk under my breath. What are you What are you doing? Um, you know. No, it's this most tragic thing. You know, like I said, I think for me, what's made me more like leaning right is this whole is is seeing what they've done to kids with masks. I mean, that yeah. to me is just such a crime that we're not even going to know the consequences of until probably like five years from now. The emotional, but like seeing these inner city schools. You know, I mean, masking kids when these kids need to be in school, they need those programs. They need, they need, you know, some of you see it in LA, right? I mean, they just did a story over the summer in the LA Times 20,000 students missing. Now, some of those yeah. kids have gone oh, to New York City, New York City, 50,000. And, and how about DC? Mayor Bowser and, and the DC Council and the Health Committee, mandatory vaccinations. So, you know what happened yesterday? The NAACP came out and said, it's it's a hundred percent wrong to, Great. to, to yeah to man because it's all it's going to hurt black children in dc <laughs> the most they've already been for the last two and a half years dis disproportionately impacted right those with the lowest low means in these cities have been we've been saying it all along disproportionately impacted right DC man mandatory vaccinations to attend COVID vaccinations. Okay. New York city, you can't play sports unless you're vaccinated. Tell me what science you're basing that on. And it just, it eliminates so many kids. No, seriously. Tell me I what know. science they're basing that on. What science do they, what do they reference? I don't know. What do they, what science do they reference? They don't. Mark Levin, I think you pronounce his last name, Levine Levin. He's the New York city health commissioner. Uh, Does doesn't the, answer the question. So can't the, answer because you know why he can't answer the question. So what happens? The press keeps asking him, and he just did not. He just has a workaround or so something. What are all these students going to do if they can't play athletics? Sometimes it's their only way into college. Preach! I mean, I mean listen, this is what I, this is what I, I, I know. I, this, We've been talking about it every, and people get sick of us talking about it. You know, the six people who actually listen to this podcast, but <laughs> it's these are like. You just like you say to yourself, these are the people, these are doctors, health commissioners, heads of universities. Georgetown has a like top 20 institution. What science? They have science. They have a medical uh, hospital at Georgetown. Following zero science. It's political now, though. The the, the it's political. Uh, so to I me, mean, I, I you know I get criticized by a friend of mine. I use the word woke, right? Because what does woke really mean? But it's it is it's woke politics, whatever that means. It's just they well, don't want to get criticized by the minority, so they just do a blanket policy over everything. It's not based in science at all. It's like these people who wear the mask and then they take it off to eat for like 40 minutes, right? On the train I told you about. And then they put the mask back on. What? Ugh. Anyway. Okay. Um, so what? what's going on? Let's uh, move forward. Let's Anne, uh, Anne Hesh was laid to rest yesterday. It's a tragic story. Yeah. Tragic story. ending to that. I um, wonder if the woman's going to get any money from her estate, the house that burned out. Probably. Don't you think she'll probably sue? I would think. I hope she is. She hopes she sues the estate. Right. I would think she would. I mean, you know, we know. Um, I don't know if the toxicology reports have come back or not. But yeah, I mean, I think 
I don't even know if we'll hear, but yeah. Um, but she, the woman that her that Anne crashed into her home, I'm sure that woman will hear because you're right. She she has right. the right to sue. I'm sure for. I mean, her home's destroyed. So I hope I hope she can, at least the insurance company, right, or something, right? Yeah. Um, what about the, um, in sports? What's going on? Anything going on with the Commanders and, of course, Deshaun Watson? Eleven game suspension now. Yeah. So it was up from eight to eleven. Yeah. Uh, they agreed at that number. So listen, I think I think the Browns expected it to be a year, hoped it would be less. Came out as eight. The NFL appealed, and they settled uh, before the appeal, I think, was officially ruled on uh, at 11, and uh, we move on. So Deshaun Watson, who didn't play all last year, appears he settled 23 of 24, or if not all 24 now, out of court uh, with the woman, the individuals who accused him. He'll set out the first 11 games. So you'll be going on almost two full years that he hasn't played football. Mm. Uh, but, you know, he still has a $500 million contract. and He'll know, be just fine. I mean, he's he'll you be know, just fine. Right. Yeah, he's going to play in December. Um, you know, if he wins, people have a very short memory. If he doesn't, you know, it will. The commanders continue to be commanders. Uh, you know, there's a, a thing last week that they were – ranked the worst stadium, the worst experience in the NFL, and then that they also had the highest per ounce beer costs in the entire NFL. The commanders do? <laughs> What's up yeah. with that? All right. I don't know. That's And then, you know, we talked about the song or they're like, just get rid of that dumb song, right? Yes. Well, it was, you know, it was hail to our former team. Now it would be hail to the commanders. Why do we even need Like, who's going to sing that song? Well, you're right. People are going to get drunk at the stadium and they're going to sing the old version. I mean, yet they're still worth, I believe it was uh, $5.4 billion, (laughs) ranked sixth in the NFL. Like, listen, Dan uh, Snyder's not going anywhere. No, I know. Not going anywhere. Unless he wants to go somewhere. I know. Right? I know. Uh, They've tried, but. So Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy announced some, uh, it's called Tomorrow TMRW, TMRW Golf Company. They're going to put on like these single day events in stadium venues. So I don't know if it's like an exhibition competition or like skills. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Okay. Uh, I don't know, is it it's like a maybe a counter to the live tour or to give to give PJ players more chances to make more money. I so more to come on that. Uh, I think probably will have some sort of merchandising line and you know, social you know, whatever. I don't and know. And what do you I, think? How what do you think? Do you think that will like I, I, I need probably I need too to early. See, what's it gonna am I gonna go to a stadium to see them hit like, you know, I mean, a, a stadium's only a hundred, you know, what two hundred yards max? If that, that's a football stadium, right? So, I mean, these guys hit the ball three hundred fifty yards. So, why, what are they going to do in a stadium? I, like, I don't, I don't understand. So, I, I need to see what it, what it's, what's going on. Do I want to see them chip and putt? No. Uh, we'll um, now, now, look, you have some Fox inside information. Has, Tom, has do I? Of course you do. Please, you know everything that's going on in our company. Uh, you know, has Tom Brady been doing the mask Singer? What's what's oh, the deal? How Come, great is that? Would that be awesome or what? I, well, you probably know. I know. Did you? I, I went, uh, <laughs> actually, my daughter texted me and she's like, she went down the rabbit hole and she's like, I think he's on the mask Singer. I think he's going to be on the mask yeah. Singer. Because her husband's a huge Tom Brady fan from from Boston, um, I doubt it. Because my gut, my, my guess is, what do you think? What do you think? If it he is? had negotiated to do the mess Singer, which probably he would have absolutely done when he was retired. Oh yeah, totally. I feel like then he, he announces that he's coming back, and then Fox obviously signed him thirty seven million a year to be the main analyst in the booth. My guess is. He probably could have negotiated his way out of that contract and did it next year after he retires. And I'm guessing Fox would have let him out. So I don't think he would have had to do it like the speculation. But um, I don't know if he take, if that first person takes his uh, – and it's Tom Brady. 
Um, it's going to be interesting to but see. But also, the other thing is, how can he do it if? What if he won? He'd have to keep going. I know. Well, maybe. Well, because didn't he? And didn't he post on Instagram this week that he's back? So it's like I don't know. Did yeah, he win? No, did I don't he... think it's that. Okay. Honestly, what I think it is, I think it was he he negotiated up front, maybe to take his kids to school, spend a little time with them, you know, as part of you know his coming. Yeah, you know, I'll come back, but this is what I need. You know, I yeah. don't need to play three or four preseason games. I'm 45 years old. I want to take my kid to school, uh, you know, to, you know, first day of school or whatever. And again, I don't know if it was that. I'm speculating. But, yeah. Um, so. Well, he'll be back. Uh, I mean, and it's. I am so excited, though, for college football. I'm excited for, right. for NFL. Uh, I love the fall. I'm sick of the summer. <laughs> Like, enough. Oh, all right. There's the curmudgeon Patrick that's back. Okay. You're sick of so. Who says they're sick of the summer? I am. It's August. Like, I'm done now. I want, like... What is... I want, I want like, late September, October. I want an... <laughs> by the way, I, I want an Oktoberfest. We haven't had one in three freaking years, right? Uh, so is there... Because uh, of... Uh, Montgomery County, or Gaithersburg, I should say, canceled the Oktoberfest last year, even though it was outside. Remember we talked about that? I was like... I literally lost my mind that day. We, yeah, we, I want, I want outdoor, I mean, or indoor. Like, I love drinking in the fall, although I drank a lot this summer. So, really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what. Oh my God, you're so funny. Who is over summer? Have you seen these um, keto, keto gummy things? No, what are they? I, I don't know. People are losing 20, 30, 40 pounds in a month, which doesn't sound healthy. No, you gain it all back. No. I mean, you look yeah. good. You're, are you still trying to um, diet? No. you uh, 10 pounds. Enjoy the, your life. The 10 pounds I've been trying to lose for the last five years. Well, yeah. yeah. Get to, After this podcast, go do like 20 push-ups every uh, day. Oh, so Kristen's mad at me. Why? What what you do I, now? <laughs> that, that, I rejoined that Orange Theory, even though I have like, $10,000 worth of uh, Peloton slash hydro equipment in my basement. Well, there's another $300 a month down the drain. So you've, okay, so you, you joined. I, and I, said, I use the equipment and I will still use it. I will. I use it a lot. I have 700 Peloton rides or more than that now. And, but I was like, you got to go back I out felt, with people. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I need some competitiveness. Like, you know, although, you know, Everyone now is better shaped than me, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know, like they're running at like eight miles an hour, and I'm like, my base pace is six. I'm like, it used to be nine. Are you, are you running any races this fall? I don't do think so. Yeah. I think oh, my running days, you. honestly, are coming. I mean, maybe just some like fun events, smaller races, maybe just to socialize, you know, with the running group. But, um, I don't know. I think my running days are coming to an end in terms of like half marathons and, and yeah. certainly marathons. I think I'm done. Uh, we'll see. I mean, if I get the motivation, I would like to do maybe one more marathon, but Oof, it's a the lot. thought of training and everything is just, it's exhausting. No. I'd rather, you know, have a beer, like, start your own yeah, October I'm in the like hour morning workout done. Maybe walk a little later in the day, hit some golf balls, have a couple cocktails and call it a day. The life of Patrick Paolini, I tell you. Oh, my God. Do people often say that when they die, they want to be reincarnated as you? Because, I mean, what a life. <laughs> no. That, abs- no, honestly, I. it's the opposite. It's Sarah Frazier. <laughs> I live, Li- I live living, a pretty good life. Living in L.A., loving life. I did – Stop you get to say day. anything you want on radio. No, that's not true. Because you know I'm out here as a producer as well, and and I want to produce these shows. And you know, you you can't you you think you can, and probably in ten more years I can, but I really can't. I have to be somewhat censored. It sucks. So, but so then by the I'm going to really you've, let you've, loose. You've you've become a Republican, and now you're more censored. <laughs> No, if I say I've become a Republican, my husband will leave me. So I am an independent so leaning. So what do you call? Do you call him left wing Dan? What do you call him? Progressive? Oh my god! Dan? Well, he gets mad because I say on this podcast that he's a progressive, and he says he is not a progressive. He is um, a liberal. A, he is very liberal, absolutely. Um, and I'm an independent. Um, I'm an independent. I mean, you gotta admit, you have moved more 
to the center. Yes, I know. It's really awful. When I started out on this podcast, I was very much like. Oh, my God, you were like. You were like. Oh, oh, I thought you were an extremist. I was like, wow. I I was like, like, how am I going to do this podcast with this right wing nut? I know. I I was like, you guys, I'm I'm doing this podcast with this extreme (laughs) crazy guy. I was like, wow, this is really nuts. Now, I mean, oh, my God, I'm your understudy. It's scary. I'm like, oh, Lord. I think you've actually jumped over me. No, I'm not. But I will say, I mean, I just think COVID. Because you know why? You're living in real life now. When I met you, not met you, when we started this podcast, were you married yet? No, no. So you were married, no kid. When did you get married? I got married three years ago. But I mean, Patrick, I've worked for you for like 10 years. No, no, I'm talking about when we started the podcast. We've been doing the podcast, I think. You were not married. No. We've been doing the podcast like four years, right? Oh, my God. God, have we? It's exhausting. Um. (laughs) No, your no, show, we could quit at any time. <laughs> it's exhausting. It's like, I, you're the one that wants to do it. Oh, my God. It's been like four years. Yeah. Four, right, I think, so you weren't married. No, no kid. kid. Yeah, nothing. You had a crazy podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you still do. but yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed there. Yeah. But you know yeah. what did it, too, is everybody should own their own business. You know this. You run yeah. a business. When you're a business owner, the amount of, like, things – and I, I don't want to say it like um, your employees have all the rights, but, like, um, <laughs> they have a lot of – which they should. But once you become a business owner and you see the amount of, like, tax you have to pay and, you know, of course, well, and, your employees should not, have not, rights, but – I hundred percent Not to get serious again, but I – listen – you know, we tried Trump, who was a hundred percent a businessman as a politician. You know, sixty-five percent of the country probably thinks that didn't work, right? But I will say, I truly believe. I don't know of an effective. I shouldn't say that because I'm sure there's been a few, but to me, the most impactful politicians, and I think the ones that have done the best for the people they've represented, whether it was on the state level or, or federal level, have had business experience, real practical experience, managed budgets, employees. Well, Mitt Romney, to... Mitt Romney running Massachusetts was such a great success. I mean, yeah, what listen, he I did think for that. I think governors make the best presidents. Uh, so to your point, I think as you listen, I think as you get older and have more responsibilities, pay more taxes, I do think a majority of those folks move a little bit more toward the center, um, certainly on fiscal issues, maybe not on social issues. I think the social cultural issues have just gone bonkers in this country right now. I mean, what do you think, real quick before we jump, what do you think about the uh, trans woman who is trying to make the LPGA tour? I mean, I think it's like it's like the the woman, the Penn State swimmer. I mean, I don't see how you can have somebody. I mean, that is the highest competing form of women's um, golf. I, you know, I, I'm I'm with I think a lot of people. I think that trans people should have equal rights. I'm here for it. I don't care how you identify. I love everybody. Go for it. But when you're competing. On a national sport that is based on gender, I don't know how you allow her to play. I don't. Yeah, based on sex, right? Based um, on sex, yes, yes. Based on sex, thank you. Though obviously, I no, no. But listen, I, and again, I think I think. Listen, I'm a huge sports fan. I think the greatest thing about sports is the fairness of it, right? That equals to whatever degree that is. Compete and the best person or best performer wins, mm-hmm. right? Not person, best, you know what I mean? This changes that, and I don't agree. Now, it, and there's nothing wrong with that, I don't think, to your point. I just, you know, men hit the ball farther. Men hit now she Things says harder. since she's been on hormone blockers, she she hits the ball far less. That's one of her, you know, arguments. And Whatever. you know, I I saw like a thing where she said basically, you know, she's damned if she plays, she's damned if she doesn't. You know, I mean, look, 
I think it's a tough spot where people want to be sensitive and inclusive. It's just, I don't know. You know, we saw what Leah Thomas did. I mean, it was like, you could tell to me that was unfair. And finally, so many of the athletes spoke out and said, look, it's just, you know, I think people support See, the, Leah. The th- but The thing that's interesting is all the concern from women and others is related to trans women, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you identify as a female, you go, you compete against other females, you attend female social circles or, you know, if prisons or whatever it is, I, you know, yeah, I told you I follow some uh, a feminist, Megan Murphy, and her biggest issue with this is that no one cares about the trans men, men right, in terms of these issues. Oh, because okay, right, right. Men that transition to women, right? Cor- oh, no. Women no, that no, transition to trans men. men right, okay, yes. Right. Because athletically, they can't compete with the men. They're not going to attend. Like, like, it seems like. Right. And what I've heard from women, like people like you, feminists or women, how this is hurting women more than men. And it's another example of women getting impacted more than men in society in general on everything. So, I, listen, I don't have the answer. They should have a right to compete. Totally. I think somewhere. everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody but, feels that way. But it's like, how is it done fairly? Yeah. Right. How's it? So I, again, I don't have the answers, but it's um, interesting debate. So it is, it is. And I, yeah, I would be interesting to have somebody on like Megan, like the woman you were talking about, like her. Oh, I would love to have her on. Yeah. Um, I'd love. To, I'd be curious too. Like, yeah, her arguments. We, we could reach out. Yeah, we should. Her. We should. That'd be a good guess. I'd be really curious. Yeah. About that. Um, all right. I all think right. we're done. Yeah. We've talked for an hour. Poor Victoria. Um, all right. So anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick, where can people find you? Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, Sarah, I'll talk to you later.